This is Mind Pilot. This is Dr. Jana Price Sharps, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about anger. Some people call anger a secondary emotion. I'm not sure how you would prove whether it is or isn't, but it sure causes a lot of grief for people. So we're going to talk about some things that you can do about anger, but also understanding why you're getting angry, what's driving your anger, and how to deal with it. So the first thing is to really take a step back and look at when does anger crop up in your life? Is it with people? Is it when you're driving? Is it at work? Is it at home? What exactly is going on when you're getting angry? Is it the same people over and over that you're getting angry at? Is it the same situations? I know people that just seem so mellow and happy, and then they get in a car and they have road rage like nobody else. You know, so obviously that is their trigger. I know other people, they're fine until they walk into a big department store on a Saturday, and suddenly they just feel completely enraged. So where is it that you're getting angry? What's going on with you and what are some things that you can do about it? But you've got to you've got to identify it first. As soon as you identify it, then you can start putting a plan together. Now, the other thing you need to kind of figure out is what is going on with you when you get angry? So are you tired? Did you not sleep well last night? Did you have a long day at work? Or have you been working too many days? Are you starting to get sick? Uh, Are you having nightmares? Are you getting overwhelmed with details in life? Are you waking up in the middle of the night and tossing and turning and thinking about what you need to do and when you need to do it? So really start thinking about what are the stressors in your life? What is going well and what isn't going well? Because that's going to give you an idea of what you need to start putting into place to deal with the anger. You know, a lot of people find that they have anger when they're exhausted. You know, they um, maybe haven't been sleeping well or they've been burning the candle at both ends. They're working a lot of hours. And then they're really surprised that everything irritates them. Everything is going to irritate you if you're burning the candle at both ends. It just is. So you need to think about what can you do differently? Is there a way to take some time off? Is there a way to start shortening your work days? You know, a lot of people now work from home, especially since COVID. There's some great things about working from home, but there's some problems uh, with working from home in that you never get away from your work. You know, people that stay at home and take care of children find that all the time. You never get to walk out the door and be away from work. And of course, the advent of the cell phone, which uh, for many people, that sounds like a weird statement, but I'm older. 
and I didn't grow up with cell phones, suddenly people can get a hold of you 24 hours a day. And the expectation is that you will answer them 24 hours a day. You know, I get emails all the time in the middle of the night from people. And, you know, sometimes those people are working night shift. Okay. But sometimes those people aren't sleeping and they're answering their emails. You know, so there's kind of this expectation. Um, expectation that people are going to stay plugged in all the time. And that wears people out. And when people get worn out, they get short-tempered, they get irritable. And then, of course, that causes them more problems. Because if you go home and you end up in an argument with your significant other, then you feel crappy. And then sometimes people go and do things that aren't the most helpful. They may go drink or they may go, you know, I don't know, out dancing and they end up dancing with somebody and they make their significant other mad or, you know, they go and, and work more hours because they're trying to avoid home. You know, there's all kinds of things that happen with that. But maybe taking that step back and going, okay, if I had a bad day at work, what can I do instead of just walking in and unloading on my family? Is there a way I can cool my system off and kind of recalibrate, so to speak, before I walk into the house? And that may mean listening to comedy. It may mean, I don't know, going to the gym and working out. It might mean going for a walk in the park. It could mean, I don't know, just going someplace and listening to some happy music and looking at pictures on your phone of of good times that you've had. You know, whatever your way to cool down is, making sure that you're doing that so your home life stays stable. If you're always coming home and you're you're angry and you're irritable, people are going to start avoiding you. Uh, we have a lot of family members that tell us they're married to first responders or the kids of first responders, and they'll say, "Yeah, we all walk on eggshells." You know, when we we know when mom or dad is coming home, and we're all going, "Oh my God, I hope they're in a good mood. I hope we don't piss them off. I hope everything goes okay." And so. Then the first responder is wondering why the family is avoiding them and they're really weird around them and they feel like they're on edge around them. And a lot of times that's why. So that anger management is really important. The other thing you might think about is where do you hold your anger? Um, Where does it show up first in your body? A lot of times our brain doesn't even, the front part of our brain doesn't know that we're getting angry until we're really angry. It's it's, uh, kind of an odd thing, but a lot of times our body knows way before our prefrontal cortex knows. And so it'll show up in your body. For instance, I hold anger in my jaw and my left shoulder. I don't know why, but that's just where I hold anger. So as soon as my jaw starts to tighten up, I know it's time to do some time and distance. It's time to take that break, step back, and think about what's going on with me rather than lashing out. And so if my jaw tightens up, I intentionally lower my voice. I get very quiet because that tells my system to cool down. The second thing I do is I'll go, you know what? 
uh, I'll be back in a few minutes. I, I need to go take care of something really quickly, and I'll be back. You know, I, I don't stay engaged because I know that when my jaw is tightening up, it's telling me something is going on that my system doesn't like. Now, I understand there are times you can't do time and distance, but most of the time with family members, you can. So I, I have a personal rule Try not to say anything, Jana, that you're going to have to apologize later for. It's not that I mind apologizing. It's just that why say anything that is going to hurt the people that I love? So trying to take that step back and doing something to distract my mind, cooling my system off and reengaging, I have found to be very effective. But I have to know that I'm getting mad before I, I can take those steps. So again, why am I angry? What's going on with me? But the other thing that I ask myself is, is this me? Is this the other person? Or is this the event? So what does that mean? In other words, am I being irrational? Am I tired? I'm grumpy. And I am about ready to lash out about something that really doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't matter how the washing machine is loaded or how the dishwasher is loaded, but people can get very irate if it's not loaded the way they want it. That's a for instance. In other words, does this really matter or am I just grumpy and tired? That's the first question I ask myself. The second question is, is this person kind of walking over my boundaries. In other words, am I getting mad because I feel like I'm being threatened or I feel like I'm being attacked or I feel like this person is belittling me? So if, if that's the case, then getting mad isn't going to help that. I need to set boundaries with that person. I need to say to them, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Because basically I'm saying this is your stuff, this isn't my stuff. But it's a very nice way of saying that. In other words, be careful. Don't take on other people's stuff. A lot of times people say, well, you made me feel this way. And I correct people when they'll say that. My wife made me feel this way. No. Your wife did not make you feel this way. You allowed yourself to feel this way. Your wife may have been saying things or your husband may have been saying things, but you chose to jump into the middle of that fight and that chaos. You made the conscious decision to get angry about that. You have a choice. We all have a choice. <clears throat> and sometimes people don't like that. But when we take accountability for our own emotions, when we do that, we're much more likely to be able to resolve things much faster. So if somebody is, is, I don't know, crossing my boundaries, if I set a boundary with them, then I'm not going to get mad. If, I'm set, if I say something like, I hear you, and I'm sorry you're feeling that way but this is what I need to do, or I'm sorry, it sounds like you're having a really rough day, or <clears throat> I see that you didn't get the dishes done, but it sounds like you're really tired. Not a problem. I'll go ahead and do them. Whatever you need to do. But when somebody is trying to blame you for what's going on with them, do not take accountability for that. That's their stuff. If you take accountability, number one, it's going to create resentment, but it also keeps that person from solving their own problems. 
They need to understand that this is their problem, and they get to be in charge of resolving it. So don't take on accountability. The third one is, maybe it's just a bad situation, and that's why I'm angry, the other person's angry. You know, I don't know, maybe... I don't know, there's a traffic jam and everybody's angry. That isn't anybody's fault. It isn't anything that anybody can do anything about. So sometimes when I'm angry, I'll ask myself, is there anything that I can do about this? A lot of times the answer is no, absolutely not. There's not a darn thing I can do about it. So why am I worried about it? You know, so that's another question that you can ask yourself. But if you find yourself being angry a lot, it's really important to get a handle on it. What's going on with you? Don't blame everybody else. Come back inside and say, what's going on with me? Am I not setting boundaries? Am I putting myself in chaotic situations? Am I hanging around chaotic people? Am I taking on responsibility for other people's chaos? Or are people trying to blame me for their bad decision making? Or Am I working too much and I'm exhausted and I'm not taking good care of myself? What is going on with me that I'm angry and what can I do about it? Not what other people can do about it. What can I do about it? Take accountability for your own life. Figure out the solutions. You guys and gals are wonderful problem solvers. You just are so great at that. But at the end of the day, you focus on everybody outside of you. Come back in, focus on you, figure out how to resolve some of this, figure out how to fix it. You have the right to a happy life. You have the right to take care of yourself. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please don't forget to subscribe. This is Mind Pilot and Dr. Jana Price Sharps. Have a great day.